Welcome to the Kids Money and More Podcast. We know you have lots of questions about money, and we're here to help you figure it all out. Make sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss out on new episodes. Thanks for joining us for episode 9, where we'll be talking about banks. Because there's so much to know about banks and the way they work, we're going to have to have more than one episode to explain it all. In this episode, we'll talk about why most people keep their money in a bank, how the bank doesn't mix our money up with other people's, and how we put money in the bank. But first, you have to tell us what a bank is. You're right, Ryan. That's a great question to start this episode. Banks are places where we can safely store our money. You may pass by some banks that you can see when you're in the car, but some of them can only be found online. You can Google them. There's lots of different banks. What's the difference between them? Well, they mostly do the same thing, but they also do have some things that make them unique and different. It's kind of like how we have different grocery stores where we live. They all sell very similar products, but they sell different things too. Which store we shop at depends on what we want to buy and how much it will cost. For this episode, we'll keep it simple and talk about one of the important things that they all do. They're all able to store our money. That's right. Keeping a little bit of cash at home is okay. Like what's in our money jars and piggy banks. Or cash that grown-ups keep in their wallets. But most people put large amounts of money in a bank. It's not a good idea to keep large amounts of cash in the house. Because it wouldn't be safe. Could that lost or stolen? Or your dog might eat it up. That's right. Money that we put into the bank is called a deposit. You might want to put a small amount that you earn from your lemonade stand, and grown-ups might put larger amounts that they earn from their jobs. However much it is, they all want us to deposit our money in their bank. Why? What do they do with it? Well, I'm going to have to save that for another episode because there's other things you need to know about banks first. How does the bank stop our money from getting mixed up with someone else's money? That's a great question. At the bank, we keep our money in something called a bank account. In a bank, everyone has their own bank account with a special account number just for them. It's unique. This stops their money from getting mixed up with someone else's. It's like how at home... You're able to keep your money separate from your brother's because you keep it in a different money jar or your wallet, so your money doesn't get mixed up with his. There are a few other ways we make extra sure that someone else doesn't get money from our account. One of them is that we create something called a PIN. This is usually a group of four numbers that we need to remember. It's a bit like you having a PIN on your phone. So no one else can use it if you don't want them to. Even we can't get into phone. Okay, so the bank gives us 
our special bank account number that's different to everyone else. But we create our own PIN number that no one else knows. That's right. And to get money out of our bank account, we need to know both those numbers. So we need to make sure we never share our four-digit PIN that we created with anyone else. Okay, I understand that we have these special numbers to keep our money separate and to stop other people from getting our money. But how does the bank keep all that money separate? They don't have a room with giant piggy banks that have our account numbers on them with our cash inside. So how do they actually keep the money for us? Well, they keep a little bit of cash inside the bank. So when you need cash, they'll have some there. But most of the money is actually kept electronically. That means they can move money from one bank account to another without anyone physically touching and moving around cash. Think of it like the video games you play or a reading app you might use at school. When you earn points, you don't get tokens or points to hold in your hand, but the points you earn get stored in your game or reading app, so you know how many you have. We can see how much money we have by looking at the dollar amount in our bank account. We can do that by logging into our bank account on a computer or phone using the account number and our password. We see those numbers go up and down depending on how much we spend or how much we deposit into our account. Although we don't see a picture of a huge pile of cash that's ours when we log into our bank account, the numbers you see on the screen are very real. So if we looked at our bank account on the computer and it said we have $500 in our account, then that $500 is ours when we need to use it. We use that money to pay for our needs and wants. Don't spend all of the money in your bank account. Make sure you save some as well. That's a great reminder, Ryan. So how do we get a large amount of money in our bank account? Can pay attention. We already talked about that in episode one. You should listen to that episode again. That's right. Remember we talked about how people have jobs like being a teacher, nurse, or someone who works at a grocery store. They get paid money to do that work. Yes, I remember that. I don't think my question was clear. How do we get large amounts of money deposited into our bank accounts? I don't see you and Dad getting a big stack of cash from your boss to take to a bank and leave it there. So how does the money get there? Oh, okay. Now I understand your question, and it's an important one to understand. Although there are lots of people who get paid in cash, you're right. Your dad and I don't get paid for our work in cash. Instead, we tell our boss our bank account number the one that's unique just for our account. Then, when it's time to get paid, they transfer money from their company's bank account straight into our bank account. It's all done electronically. So even though we don't get paid in cash, when we look at our bank account, we see the extra money there. The amount of money in there will be higher than it was before we got paid.
That sounds like a very easy and convenient way to put money in a bank account. Do they make it just as easy to spend that money too? You're full of great questions today, Kian. Yes, they do make it easy. Perhaps a little too easy to spend money. Can we talk about that in another episode? We sure can. Okay, let's have a quick wrap up of what we just talked about. Banks are places where we can safely store our money. Money that we put into the bank—it's called a deposit. So that your money doesn't get mixed up with other people's at the bank, they will give you a unique bank account number. We also create our own pin that we don't share with anyone else. To get our money from our bank account, we need both our account number and our pin. Some people get paid for their jobs in cash, but many get paid electronically. That means it's done online without us ever getting the cash in our hands. We can check to see how much money is in our account by going to the bank or by looking at it online. We can't see the actual money that is in our account, but we can see the numbers going up and down depending on whether we're depositing money into the account or taking it out of the account. And Ryan has one last reminder for you: Don't spend all of the money in your bank account. Make sure you save some as well. And that's a wrap for this episode. Here's Ryan with a joke. Why did the kids eat their homework? Because the teacher said it was a piece of cake. Thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast, please let your friends and family know about it and leave us a review on iTunes. Parents, please visit kidsmoneyandmore.com for suggested episode activities, helpful resources, and to check out the blog. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button.